Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? O death, O death, thou art planned to kill me? The venomous vixens endeavor to fucking kill me? Wherefore? Wherefore? Because I fucked thee? Thou fucked me! Thou fucked me! Thou cometh to my fucking manor! Thou cameth to me! Did I not procure thee a carriage? Garments of cotton? Thou took a fucking bubble bath! Shrews raven for it! Harlots cried out for it. Thou cameth to me. Did I not undergo lust? Thou sucketh my cock. <laughs> Thou sucketh my cock. Twas free gold. Free fucking gold. Wall-eyed and present at my fucking door. Pray tell these actions. Weary travelers we are. Come now, fuck us. No soul to ever know. Come now, fuck us. O pairs, trigons, none would abhor. Starfish husbands, thou dareth give a fuck. Thine fancies to fuck anything. Thou yearns to fuck. Well, thou falsehoods doth given. I have tried to save thee. I let thou in. I was a brave and honest lord, for I am a strong father and a gilded husband, and thou just fucking fucked me. Behold, thou art planned to kill me, brazen witches. Wherefore? Wherefore thou fucked me? Pray tell this fuck, fuck, fuck. This is fucking mad. <laughs> Not too shabby. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. Oh, that's the most I'm, beautiful thing I've ever heard. I'm literally crying. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh. I apologize for the <laughs> F words, but unfortunately we are doing my erotic thriller, which- uh, My face hurts. <laughs> oh my jaw hurts from clinching so much to not laugh at that. We are doing 2015's Eli Roth's Knock Knock. And knock Knock. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> oh, Daddy, are you sure you can't come to the beach with us? Daddy needs to stay here and do some work. Bye, guys. Oh, we're so sorry to bother you, sir, but my phone got wet and she left hers at her house. Oh, I'm sorry. But if you want, you can come in and use my phone. Yeah. You're a lifesaver. Not everyone would let strangers into their houses. You don't look that dangerous. I'm not so sure. Could we maybe throw our clothes in your dryer just for like 10 minutes? 
Sure. How long have you and your wife been together? 14 years. Being with one person your whole life is going against nature. Well, when you love someone. Come on, Evan. Buckle your seatbelts. We may be encountering some turbulence. Guys, I have your clothes. They're pretty much dry. Surprise! Oh, stop, stop, stop. I can't do this. I'm married. Yes, you can. Left. You made you rookie. I'm not hungry. We can forget this habit. I made a mistake. Go. I'm calling the police. Knock, knock. Who's there? Cheating Evan. Cheating Evan who? Cheating eventually gets you killed. You've been a bad boy. Your family are victims of your perverted behavior. This is what happens when you break the rules, Evan. We have to punish you. I want to play hide and seek. Evan! Ready or not, here we go! You came out to me! What was I supposed to do? I'm glad we knocked on your door. <laughs> I am your your uh, beloved gilded host, uh, Lord Nathan. Uh, I am uh, host Jack, the uh, pizza delivery boy. I'm bringing you free fucking pizza. <laughs> free fucking pizza right to my doorstep, hot, hot, ready. Well, I'm I am uh, host Drew. I will be reliving a nice cameo from my original debut in the 1977 film, The Death Game. I'm just disgusted by this. <laughs> I'm disgusted by this. Oh, yes. Um, 2015's Eli Roth's Knock Knock, erotic thriller. This was not my uh, my first choice. After oh, what was your first choice? What Nathan? was your first, my first choice? Nathan? Choice was Cruel Intentions. <laughs> was was that oh, Cruel Intentions? Was that middle school Nathan? Oh, oh, and, and Cruel Intentions that had some feels in it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. But when I watched it again, at the end of it, I said, "Thriller." Come this on. isn't real feels material. This is this is not this isn't even low hanging fruit. This is fruit that's fallen off the tree and is rotting. Like, <laughs> come on. But it it had the erotic part still. Like, I mean Sarah Michelle Geller was But again, not it didn't hold the candle to when I calculated out how long ago knock knock was. Yeah, this is this is gonna be the one that fucking wrecks. Whoa, this movie is heavy. And cringy. Cringe is one of the words that I'm going to use mm-hmm. throughout this. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, th- I think cringe is quite apt. I had uh, never seen this movie. And oh, uh, I, I felt... <laughs> I, <laughs> and I never will again. <laughs> I felt like the guy from uh, Clockwork Orange. Like I had the speculums in my eyes and it was dripping. Uh, dripping the artificial <laughs> tears there. Just... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, this this movie is is quite something. It's I, I remember watching it when it first came out, and I don't think I really gave it much thought after that. And then rewatching it again for the show, I as Jack said, like this is rough to watch. Yeah, I I got through cringy. I got through one point five rewatches. I same, stopped same here. on the second watch when the girls come back. They clock them over the head, and they're getting ready to do like the she's filming them. Uh, right, like the the Portuguese blonde writing him again, 
that's that's what's like okay i i think i'm all caught up now <laughs> i know what happened i'm good i, I remember <laughs> it all now it's time for everyone's favorite game show what to do with a pedophile <laughs> What, um, so, Drew, you'd watched this before as well. I saw it when it originally came what, out. And what do you guys both think of this movie, like, as a whole? Is this something that you were... It's, as far as erotic thrillers go, this is as erotic and as, like, edge of your seat, like, oh, like, it gave me anxiety. Yes. Like, I had to turn it off, well, pause it a couple of times, and you're like, I gotta go. Gotta go to like take like a nice relaxing pee and like browse the news. Like, and if I'm browsing the news and that's less stressful than this fucking movie, and not only that, but it's America's sweetheart, Keanu Reeves. Like, and he has such the reputation for just being like a stand-up guy. Like, I think last year his uh his private plane had to do an emergency landing in Bakersfield, and he's like googling bakersfield facts and like taking pictures with fans or like like he's just like he's giving up seats on the subway for women and old ladies and he's in this movie and it's just like he deserves it yes but god damn it keanu reeves i don't like to see me this way it would like be watching tom hanks as like a sexual predator (laughs) it's like tom hanks as buffalo bill right it doesn't feel right and i mean as Jack said, like th- this is anxiety inducing. It definitely has tension. It it makes you kind of sit on the edge of your seat. And and as Nathan, you had said, like this is going to be literally like the hashtag for this movie is cringe. It's it's one hundred percent cringe. It, I think this. I, I think the the uh, the individual sexes have vastly different viewing experiences. Yeah. Like, this is, like, yeah. a middle-aged man's nightmare Sumer- yes. scenario. But I think from a female perspective, it's like, well, fuck him. He got what he, he yeah, got shit. what he deserved. And he does. He did deserve it. He, he got what he deserved. But it's done in such an insidious and measured way. And especially when they you find out, like, they like this is, like, a serial thing that they do. It's like, yeah. they never say no. So, the, I think I wanted to get also, like kind of right off the bat into the moral of it of is he like do we blame him for for being a nice guy because they talk about when he's at the airport apparently like right before she's leaving like she's looking at the catalog uh his wife and uh he's like uh hey lewis i would help you but like you know and he like i guess hurt himself at the airport and he had had surgery helping some luggage at the airport with some some gal you know because he helped that one gal and he's like oh it's like an early wink wink nudge nudge you know like oh yeah she's 28 she totally needed your help yeah and it's it's a point where you're like well maybe like they do have trust issues and maybe he has had something in the past where where he's not been totally faithful but there's nothing to like really give reason for that yeah there's no there's no substance there's there's nothing to ground that honestly and from from everything you watch like he is a stand-up dude and he is a good guy so have you, have you guys seen the uh the recent hbo tiger woods documentary not yet well it's it's the same sort of scenario where like tiger woods is like this wholesome face of of golf and he has this picture picturesque marriage with the you know the i think she was norwegian uh elon 
but then at the same time, like every major city that he goes to that's hosting these big tournaments, like he's just got like like a gal in each city. Like he's just basically jet setting around the world and he's got like pizza hot, fresh and, and waiting for them when he lands. And so it's it's the public persona versus like what he is behind closed doors. And maybe there's a little bit of that going on with Keanu Reeves, but you don't really get much backstory besides that little hint. Mm. And up until like they're doing it in the tub, he he is he's good he he gets up out of his chair and he's like he's he's separating himself he's making every effort to to make this kind gesture just that he's actively going like yeah okay like too close too close stop like you know he's like shielding his eyes like i'm not looking can't yeah, see right. right but like your car's here like it's time to go and see his first mistake was he was like okay uh I, i'm coming in i'm i'm not looking I'm yeah. keeping my eyes closed. If anything, he should have gone out to the Uber and gone like, "Hey, uh, they're they're in the shower. Uh, here's here's a hundred dollars. Can you wait twenty minutes or something?" But like, but at the same time, we we know now that they were they were not leaving. Of course, they, uh, no, of no, course, no, no. But but let's let's set aside. The marriage for a moment. Let's say that he wasn't married. He was just yeah. a single guy living in that house, architect, former DJ. Is that not like the most like mainstream male fantasy to, that is occurring right before his two eyes? extremely in, in in incredibly attractive women show up to your door soaking wet? Yes. So sorry to bother you, sir, but could you please tell us where the Gregory's live? <laughs> this is the third house we've tried. Looks like everyone's gone for the long weekend. You invite them in to dry off, Free and then pizza. before you, right, and then before you, uh, you know, you hop them into their Uber. Oh, look at that! They've uh, stripped down and they've gotten all sudsy, and they're completely nude in the bathtub. And then they they tell you to stop and stay. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's it's the intro to like. A really good porn, but the part where it takes, I think, the, uh, the biggest like gut wrench is when she says, "Like, oh, like, well, I'm underage," and that's it. Like, see, and I don't uh, get. I it, 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 I feel like he should have followed up with have. that and be like, yeah. "Well, fucking, like, show me your like, show me your right, purse. show me your ID." It's like, like, oh, well, you know, I don't, I don't have really my ID with me, and she's too young to have one. And I'm thinking, how are too how are you too young to have but an ID? To a party. Like uh, in the hills, like, but <laughs> but they're going to a party in the hills, and if she's too young to have an ID, so I'm thinking, is she supposed to be 14, 15, 15 maybe? If she doesn't have an ID, like a school ID, like yeah. what? Like well, no, no, she can, but like if she I mean like high schools give out school IDs, if she has like a a freaking bus pass, something. I would definitely follow it up on that because the fact that they're trying to play these girls off supposedly as underage and that he's going to be struck down as a pedophile. I agree with Jack. I would have fallen up on that. There's no follow through with that. And sorry, I don't believe that those two girls are supposed to be depicting underage teens in this film. Keanu Reeves looks almost as old as they do. Sorry. <laughs> but he he yeah. bought it. He did. He bought it. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, like maybe it's it's part of the storyline that he, he was so scared that, uh, you know, I, I think that he thought when he woke up the morning that after they left. that 
that they had left, he was in the clear, and that's when the anxiety really starts to hit. Is like they're they're making a fucking mess. They got breakfast. Like the girls eating out of monkeys, fucking like Ugh. Captain Crunch out of monkeys, fucking dog bowl for Christ's sake. And then he finally gets them out, and you feel like okay, like there's still like half of a movie left at this point, and it's like he's he's talked to his wife and. You know, he's listening to his music and he's doing his architecture computer stuff. And that's when you hear the glass break and he finds the family photo and he gets uh, brain. Mm -hmm. And that's when, like, the real, like, fucking nightmare begins. Yeah. It, 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 she's almost the the uh, brunette. It was almost like, well, yeah, it was almost like Daryl Hannah from uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. Like, she's, like, doing, like, the crazy, the crazy eye makeup. Crazy makeup in the mirror and... Uh, and like, there's, yeah, I don't know if it, how much acting as far as the roles <laughs> on the part of the, the girls were, because there is definitely something going on with the blonde girl. Right. As far as like, you know, she's like, and he's like, oh, just let me, let me go. And like, uh, you know, I'll, I won't say anything. I'll give you whatever you want. And the, then, uh, Lorenza in the background's like, don't listen to him. And then it just gets worse. Yeah, and it goes from there. But I mean, from the craziness that kind of ensues from their characters, I was talking to Nathan where it's like, we have 45 minutes leading up to the menage a trois, and there's there's no sign of crazy. But from both Genesis and then Belle after the menage a trois on the next morning, and especially especially when he gets conked out and then hogtied, or not hogtied, but he's tied to the bed and they, she proceeds to, she proceeds to like rape him. I mean, yeah. th like they're batshit crazy. And I'm thinking there's nothing to say that they're like this. There's no evidence leading up to this. But at the same token, but I think before he got them out the first time is when like the massage therapist had come over which is colleen camp who was one of the original stars in 1977 the death game which this is like a modernization of. based yeah. off of or the of a modern reboot up so i mean the cat was out of the bag he was gonna have to do some serious damage control point, to begin yeah. with but then uh the uh like the uh, his wife's assistant Lewis. shows up oh god poor guy poor guy yeah. I mean, his mm -hmm. also his first kind of thing that was really wrong with this. I mean, I I, I do love when he's all I'm like, "Bitch, you walking up the wrong tree." I'm, <laughs> I, what does he know? I'm from uh, what's what's near San Francisco? What's like Raider Nation? Uh, um, Oakland. I'm from Oakland. <laughs> that's right. I'm from Oakland, bitch. I know two hoes when I see him. But when he <laughs> when he goes and he unties Evan, and then suddenly he hears like this smash, 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 and he's like, "They're crazy. They're crazy. Be careful." He runs out of that room. You know there's a phone in that room. There has to be a phone in that room. He runs out of that room, back out to the statue, and then they play monkey in the middle with his inhaler. At that point, he should have stayed in that room, untied Evan for help and support, and called the cops. But I, I don't know. that. There just seems to be, like, so much going wrong where, of course, like, as a viewer of this movie, you're watching this and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? No, don't do well, this. It, it, this, I mean, not only is it a uh, an erotic thriller, but have you guys seen Uncut Gems? Yes. Yes. Like this is also just a tragedy at the same time, where everything that goes wrong goes wrong. Yeah. Like any any sort of escape route or whatever, like it's going to be shut down. Like there's no hope for this guy, and that's what is is the hardest part. Is like you're just watching 
and waiting like, well, are they going to kill him? Are they going to torture him? Are they going to deafen him? Are they going to castrate him? Or are they just going to make him basically out himself, which is what happens in the end where they, they bury him in the backyard and they he thinks he's going to get killed. But, uh, you know, the worst punishment is like that last scene where the wife and the kids come walking in and immediately the wife's like what the fuck happened here and they posted they posted the sex video onto facebook oh god and And he accidently likes it it's it's such a a trophy like little like no i do i do have people watching saying like what is this this must be some sick joke Unfriended, and I'm thinking I hate people who would write that in a in like a post saying unfriended. I'm like, don't write unfriended, just unfriend them. Don't even follow through. No, (laughs) I the one thing that I don't necessarily enjoy about the film, or at least their process where they're doing this to these people, which I can assume is the same follow through with each person, is they. They completely devastate that home. They, like, destroy the home. Like, and the if, art. And... and the art and everything. Now, if, if their main thing is the fact that they want to prove him as, like, an adulterer and he's a bad father, then great. Like, you are, you are like, succeeding in this in showing the affair happen. You don't have to destroy the home for the mother who is still going to, in their eyes, be the yeah, truest the of victims. Fuck. And leave and, and the kids and leave everything that's theirs completely shattered, destroyed, disheveled and broken. What, so, you're already destroying the family or OK, sorry, ha- half of the job is yours destroying the family. What, don't destroy that. I don't see the point what, no, to destroy that. I honestly think that by doing that, it plays into Keanu Reeves favor, like Evan's favor, like crazy. So they did do that where they just like posted the video and like kind of, you know, did a couple little things, but don't, they don't destroy the house, they don't destroy all the art, and they just leave it at that to, like, just let his life fall apart, and, you know, the kids and stuff. This way, just destroying the whole house and stuff like that, is, these are just two agents of, like, chaos. And so, Evan can play into that when, like, one, he's buried in the ground. Like, I didn't I didn't plan this. This wasn't like me just trying to like score some tail. These are two people that broke into our home. Like I'm obviously tied up and I'm not like, uh, you know, it's not me like from behind. If anything, for for all they know, he's been buried out in the backyard for the last 10 hours. If anything, that's, that's evidence for the cops of like, yeah, like I'm not, uh, this is not me. This is obviously a home invasion. This is like, this is not rape. This is them doing, things to me while I'm tied up there's no there's no consent on my end so everything that he endures kind of as long as he kind of keeps going with it can just go this honestly was not on me this was their craziness and uh, and it's also like an Obi-Wan Kenobi moment where like only the Sith deal in absolutes where they're like you know every time we've done this they've always said yes if if those two girls showed up on my doorstep in the rain soaking wet on a we Friday night when I play <laughs> when I'm played when I'm playing Borderlands 3 with my buddies John and Dad and I'm like in Borderlands 3 like before the boss fight 
you always drop down into like an arena. Like there's there's the little vending machines where you can you could sell whatever loot you've got so you can empty out your backpack so you can pick up whatever loot's point. down there. And then <laughs> it, yeah, it's a save point and, and you, you get you get five or ten minutes to sort of like swap out weapons, gird your loins, and then you you all drop down and it's hammer and tongs. And I open the door and I'm like yeah, sorry, about to have a boss <laughs> drop down. Angie and Joel across the street are real nice. They could probably help you out and just like the door would slam and that would be that. Uh, I don't buy that. And they don't give a number like how many times they've done this. So it could be three times. It could be 20 times. But I don't buy that every single one has been like, yep, all right, right let's, do, let's this. do this. I'm blowing loads and if, in and both it's, of And if it's a continuance of them ruining lives and stuff like that, I'm thinking, well, why hasn't more of this like hit the news? Why hasn't more of this hit the papers? I mean, certain, certain. Well, that that I think can be explained away kept. with the Fine. shame. And, I, of and it. I think that could be understandable and acceptable. But I think much like how, like you're saying, like they don't give answers to certain questions. I think there are various continuity errors errors in the movie itself. Like when they after they paper mache Lewis and his dead body and load him into the car, they they're like lifting the body and they're putting the back of the car. And you hear Genesis say, man, Ronnie's going to have a tough time with this one. And you're like, who the fuck is Ronnie? Who's Ronnie? Like, who is this? Is he like the ringleader? Does he does he take psychologically damaged girls and like have this rad tad group of like street urchins running around fucking guys? Like, what is this? But from my point of view, like, if they showed up on my doorstep on that Friday, I would have been like, girls, you know, I've worked 55 hours this week. The only thing I'm double teaming is that <laughs> bottle of bourbon and that pizza right now. So uh, try one of the neighbors. I'll well, see I mean, you later. the same thing when he goes outside and he makes his escape with the kitchen knife and he trips and falls and he starts screaming, help, help, help. She's like, go ahead. Move. Help me! Help me! Scream all you Help fucking me. want! No one's fucking home! We tried every house! Yell, Evan! Yell, Evan, all you want! Like, there's no one home. We've tried every house. And I'm like, you tried every house? Like, even in like a quarter of a mile? I guarantee you they're probably yeah. gonna see him and hear him screaming. And that's what bothered me over, like, I guess. And like everybody in the entire neighborhood left for the weekend because he's screaming out front. They scream in the back multiple times. And I'm just I, I don't know. There's there's a lot that doesn't fit for me. And I think that that's part of like one of my biggest issues with the film as a whole. I, I just I don't know. There's too much crazy. But that's I, not explained. But I think that's that's sort of that's after the fact, because while this is going on, you're just like on the edge of your seat. Like, oh, what are they going to do now? These these crazy bitches. Yeah. You bitches! You think this is gonna get you bring you back your honey? <laughs> you burgers! Okay, in the moment of the crazy, sure, I, I mean, you can get caught up in it. But I, I think even like certain moments inside the film as a crazy, you still have to like immediately look after the fact that they do something, and you're like, what? Huh? What? No. Well, he he even like kind of like has a moment of realization during the monologue. He's like, wait a minute, you're gonna kill me because I like because I fucked you? Like really? That's what it's... It's a free and, pizza! Yeah, like, and, and he does kind of justify to himself, uh, to, to to them, of like, 
I'm doing what is in my nature. I'm a dude. I, I'm always horny. I haven't had sex for three weeks with my wife, which I am super stoked. Like, they really do have this loving relationship in, yeah. in the beginning. And so you're like, you feel for him on that. Where he's like, he's being patient. She's been super stressed. It's like, yeah, dude. He like He's being a good dude. And granted, he messes up. But for him, for it's like, wait, my punishment is death because you guys forced your way into my life. Like, I didn't come looking for you. And that's what I think makes so much more difference. Whereas, okay, the movie Hard Candy. Did you guys ever watch that? Yes. That yeah. movie yeah. really does well with, you're like, no, this guy's innocent. Like, why is she doing this? And then you're like, oh, shit. Oh shit! He's no, no, he's bad. He's bad. Oh, ah, like what? The the only defense for uh, Keanu Reeves is he was it was entrapment. Yeah. Yes. So let's 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 take the girls out of the equation. Let's say two fucking dudes show up on my doorstep, soaked in rain. They uh, they they lost their phone, and they're like, "Oh, if you call us an Uber, like I've got this eight ball of coke." <laughs> and this this eighth a bag of mushrooms they're yours if you can give us a ride somewhere or call us an uber and i'd be like cool done and then as soon as they hand that over oh by the way we're uh vice cops you're under arrest like that's entrapment like yeah. there there is like i want to know what the motivation is with these girls like they touch on it a little bit glimpses here and there and yeah that's the, that's the but, bit of crazy that but, a, is... but not enough to justify right. them just like serial fucking and ruining the lives of like everybody that all the like they're surveilling these guys obviously because See, they like there's all the there's a lot of diabolical shit going on in this movie and that was the other part that was not explained where like they they joke with him they they taunt him to say like oh the monster monster is monster sad. monster gonna, gonna get you and he's all like have you been have you been stalking me and you're thinking like if you had a 20 second clip of them like cyber stalking him on facebook and watching clips of him and his kids cool but again the other question is like i was talking to nathan how did they get his address how did they know where he was if they shown like uh frag fractures of clips of them doing it to other people like if they said like oh you know evan None of them ever said no. And then flash, 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 flash. And then suddenly back into the room where, you know, Keanu Reeves gets his one cage, full cage moment. Death? Death? You're going to kill me. You're going to fucking kill me. Why? Why? Because I fucked you? You fucked me. You fucked me. You came to my house. You came to me. I got you a car. I brought you your clothes. You took a fucking bubble bath. You wanted it. You wanted it. You came out to me. What was I supposed to do? You sucked my cock. You both fucking sucked my cock. It was free pizza. Free fucking pizza. It just shows up at my fucking door. What am I supposed to do? We're flight attendants. Come on, fuck us. No one will know. Come on, fuck us. Oh, two sums, three sums, it doesn't matter. Starfish, husbands, you don't give a fuck, you'll just fuck anything, you'll just fuck anything. Well, you lied to me, I'm trying to help you. I let you in, I was a good guy, I'm a good father. 
And you just fucking fucked me? What? Now you're gonna kill me? You're gonna kill me? Why? Why? You should fuck me? What the fuck? Fuck, fuck, this is fucking insane! And it, again, it's it's following through with the continuity of the crazy. And like you said, Jack, like obviously Belle has been supposedly sexually molested and possibly raped as a child by her father and whatever whatever is wrong with Genesis. Because very, I wouldn't even say sociopathic because she, man, like, I mean, she has emotions. She has like the crazy in her, but they don't they don't follow through with it. I don't think it lands as much as it should for us to believe that there is any type of like backstory to it aside from just like throwing out the idea of like oh no we go around and uh, we test men and if they uh, they break that trust then you know what, we what are they destroy are they, their lives are they the the fucking matron mother and the gom jabbar from dune like what's in the box pain, pain. pain. Oh, <laughs> yes. i was thinking more of a uh, like you've chosen poorly poorly <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just, it seems like a lot of good ideas that were not fleshed out exactly. enough. But, but the, the movie did succeed in the, well. <laughs> the fact it's sort of like uh, Black Swan. Like, I appreciate what feelings that movie evo- got, like, evoked from me, just like this one. Uh, and I, I feel like I don't have to watch that movie ever again. No amount of therapy will ever make this moment okay. Yeah, <laughs> and knock knock like there's no there's no occasion where i'm just going to be sitting here by myself like you I'll know watch, knock, knock. you know what i want to watch right now <laughs> knock knock like yeah. it's a one and done like you you watch it you experience you're like wow that was fucked up and never see it again hey you know what it's a perfect date night anna come sit down we're gonna watch knock knock Exactly. Oh, it's our anniversary? Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Aren't you glad that I'm not Keanu Reeves right now? Oh, he is messing up. No, because the entire time Anna or even Brooke would be looking at both of you going like, you're enjoying this, aren't you? What would you do? Would you answer that door? Would you answer that door? No, of course I wouldn't. Oh, you invited them in. Yeah, you invited them in. Of course you did, you fucking slut. you probably plug your guitar in and play him a song. And like, oh, no, I Oh, you you trotted out all your Dungeons and Dragons stuff for them? Oh, oh yeah, that's a good selection. Yeah, you like, oh, this module is rare. Well, we, we can't yeah. ruin this guy's life. His life is already ruined. <laughs> Did you like how I painted this mini? Yeah. They dovetail together real well. So I bought this game like two years ago, but I just started playing it on Steam. Have you watched the Real World Challenge? Oh my gosh, let's watch it. Like, yeah, they're like, okay, no, we're out of here. Like... We brought pizza. Here, take the pizza. We're out. Out of the two girls, though, which ones are you guys a little bit more keen on? Genesis or Belle? Oh, Anna de Armas. Oh, yes. Oh, who played Belle? Yeah. And and then she went back to being a little bit of brunette for uh, Knives Out. Yes, and she's so good at I don't that. know. I liked her in Knives Out. I loved her in Knives Out. I don't know what it is about her being a little bit of a blonde, even, even though it's like well, clearly like fake blonde in it. Smoking. But Smoking. I, I think they... I'm gonna. I'm ambivalent because I think they covered their bases so well. So you've got the 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 foreign accent going on, and 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 the, that sort of like that that foreign exotic sexuality, and then you've got like the gothiness yeah, of the, the brunette. Hot. Like they've covered all. Like they're they're a full baseball team. Like they're not missing a shortstop out there. Like 
it's a full now, team. Lorenza so. is is married to or was was married to Eli. She was she yeah. was to Eli Roth, to, right? To Eli Roth from 2000. That's uh, kind four, of an awkward scene to shoot. 2014 to 2019 was their marriage, and this movie was made in 2015. How would you like after one year of marriage? The salad days. <laughs> the, the the first year of your marriage, like, hey, honey, you want to be in a movie? Yeah, I'd love to. Awesome. Show Keanu Reeves your tits <laughs> and uh, <laughs> pretend Eli to suck his dick. Like, yeah, babe. Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah. Oh, Keanu, give it to her. <laughs> He's John Wick, double tap. Guys, production shut down. We're done for the day. <laughs> when am I ever going to have a threesome with Keanu Reeves? <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves did an interview on Jimmy Kimmel and he's all like so you had to like sleep with the director's wife in the movie was that awkward and Keanu Reeves is like not for me <laughs> I, but he said like no like he made it a safe environment and everything was fine and you know but you do have to get like get down and get naked and simulate what's happening and I'm thinking like jeez <laughs> Eli Roth what are you doing and I, I think part of it I mean, you, you can blame Eli Roth for all of this, because it's not only directing, it was written by, and I think it was produced even, all by Eli Roth. But I mean, looking at other stuff that he's done, you're thinking, and, yeah. man, what happened? Green Hostel, Inferno. Hostel Part 2. I've still Inferno. not seen Hostel. Oh, watch, oh. I, you can borrow. I have it's, Hostels. Uh, I like Hostel. I like the Hostel films. I really do. It, uh, Green Inferno is intense. Cabin Fever, the remake of Cabin we, Fever, I really we like. We tried to watch Green Inferno, but like we stopped when it got really cannibalistic, and then like, oh yeah, and it would be like, do you want to restart that? And I'd be like, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think I'm okay. Uh, he he did do the remake of Death Wish with Bruce Willis, which was, eh. I mean, it's not, it's no, it's 100% no Charles Bronson, and I was actually really surprised that he did that kids movie that came out with Jack Black. Uh, the house with a clock in its walls, which is it's cute. It's a I still fun. I've seen that either. You know what? It's fun, and I would love to turn that thing into a D and D module. But it's just, it's just a fun, cute movie. But this this is just so left field. Yeah, and it's so weird. But I, you know what? I am impressed. I think maybe a little bit with a budget of two and a half million dollars, and it made five point five. So it made money, but I don't know at what How, cost. So you brought up calling <laughs> camp and. I don't know how I missed this, but she was in Clue. She was Yvette, which is the the maid. Wait, the no, wife? The maid. No, the hot, the, hot, not the maid. Uh, yeah, the, she's the. She was. She was the physical therapist no, who was coming in over. Clue. No. Oh. Is that? She's calling. That's, what? I, know, I gotta that's Google what, this. My mind is freaking blown right now. I'm like, wait a minute. The years. Yeah, my brains are the on the wall over here. The years are a here. little unkind to you. I think you know. It's it's. it's what? I'm so disappointed <laughs> in you. you oh my like, gosh! Wow, yeah, no, the years were not kind. When her and Michael Keaton are walking shocking. up, when they're walking up the stairs, and like her boobs are just like smashed into his face because they they can't fit both side by side. I love it. I love Clue. That's so crazy. I would never in my life had guessed that that would. You know what? It's not. A, it's not it, as I, shocking as a reveal as like looking at like Shelley Duvall between The Shining and now. Like yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm pretty sure Michael McKean is gay, so like his discomfort, I think, 
co- sh- shines out <laughs> more because of that. So... Like, it's not just like a heterosexual male, just like, oh, he's just like, get your tits <laughs> off my back. No, he's, he was uh, previously married to Susan, uh, Suzanne Russell. Uh, he's, I he, take it back then, Michael <laughs> McKean, uh, don't, don't sue me for libel. He was married to Annette O'Toole. Is that okay? Uh, no shit. I take it all back. Retraction. Man, that's okay. Thank you, Nathan. That was a shocker. I didn't even, I didn't look into anything further for calling camp aside from the fact that she had been in the original, well, the original, the death game. That's interesting. And there's not many people to kind of like look. Well, no, it's a, it's an incredibly small cast. I don't even, I'll be quite honest. I didn't even look up the character of Lewis or what he had been in. I think he was he was in Green Inferno. That's I think the only thing that I remember. Was he also in Green Inferno? Okay, I'm pretty I couldn't, sure. I could be totally like sure. Jack. I had watched it once, and but I did finish it, and I didn't really go back. I don't need to go back to that. However, there are I was, yeah, about, to say, was. I was about to say he fun. Was, there are a, really intense moments in that movie as well. But and he was the one that like uh, spoiler alert for Green Inferno. He gets like sm- like smoked out and then like baked. Like they like put him in, they kind of like tar and feather him. Oh, like, like Luel, yeah, yeah, like a, or like clay, like a clay pot or whatever. Or the, what is it? I forget. Yeah, it's oh, it's something like that. I my brain immediately goes to the guy who was they allowed to him to be eaten alive by like the giant carnivorous ants. Oh, ugh. oh, yeah. See the like the, the gore porn sort of well, horror hostile. movies are not are well, yeah, they're but they're not, but also that is hostile. The the. Yeah, but still, like, the cannibalism from Green. I prefer more of the supernatural, like, you know, insidious right, right. style and it's a completely stuff. different ballpark but, of horror. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's different strokes, yeah, different yeah. folks. And it's a different style of horror for different people, and it, I mean, the, 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 the cannibalistic violence that's even exhibited in something like Hostel or even in Green Inferno, like, that's body horror. That's 100% body horror. That's... That's Saw. Yes. So, I mean, it's it's a different wheelhouse. We'll eventually cover some. Someone will cover it <laughs> when they pull that genre. <laughs> it's, it's in, in there, there. I guarantee it. Well, are you guys ready to jump into Segmontes? Yeah. Segmontes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that was I the think worst that might have been the worst. All right. For our first segment. Boy, night in. A little weed, some good tunes, and free pizza. Let's sidestep the crazy bitches and tell me about your chill night where all the responsibilities are out of the house and the pizza delivery guy gives you your favorite pizza for free. Now, I was curious as to, is this, this is just you. This is a, this is you yeah, alone. This is no Brooke, no Ethan. This okay, just that's what me. I figured. This is just Jack. Drew, this is just you. Frodo is out. He is out in the town. <laughs> he is Where? whooping it up. Frodo, get the door. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll go first on this one. Anna's over at her mom's or her sister's. Boys are, are out of the house. The pizza is specific. Uh, when I visited my buddy John, who lives in New York, back in 2012, he took me to the pizzeria called Luigi's. Uh, that was actually featured in um, uh, the Adam Sandler movie uh, Big Daddy. And uh, that's the sort of place where, like, you don't, like, you can order pizzas from, but you go in and they just, you get it by the slice. And you walk in and there's not a whole lot of variety, like, no garbage pizzas. It's either plain or or pepperoni. 
they take your slice, they throw it in the oven for a few minutes to crisp up, and you fold it up and you eat it, and it's delicious. So it would be an entire pizza of that that I would just throw individual slices in the oven as the night was going on and just mange on it. And then the evening would consist of, again, probably playing multiplayer co-op games on the xbox with friends in ohio and new york and florida but they're all on the east coast so they usually call it a night around 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night at the latest so then after that i would screw around with some single player game for an hour or so and then around midnight 12 30 put on like an old samurai movie yeah. or an old war film and intensify the forward bourbon power. <laughs> uh, and then and then stumble to bed probably sometime around 2.30 or 3 and starfish. <laughs> starfish in the bed. Like hands and feet are touching all four corners. And I either sleep until I wake or I sleep until my wife comes home the next morning and I hear the garage door slam. Uh, and she's got a big, greasy sack of trash breakfast. Yeah. Like McDonald's <laughs> or, or like breakfast burritos or like just some like some artery clogging, hateful stuff. And that would be the best thing. Just you wake up, roll out of bed. You still uh, smell like you had a skin full the night before and you're just sitting there bleary eyed hair askew crusties <laughs> falling out of the corner of your eye just eating like sausage big muffins and jamming hash browns in your face that that would be the night that would be the night well 10 years ago for me it would have been world of warcraft a 12 pack of pepsi some a, a 12 pack of pepsi I, and, you and, and I, we would have i would have killed it and it would have been no big deal and the pizza would have been from pizza barn back when we used to work there my buddy Ryan and I, we would custom make our pizzas. Like we would, we would bring sometimes ingredients from home just to like pizza lab. It, yeah, you know, like uh, concoct some some weird ass recipes. I loved trying like the new like we had this like cool roller to make cracker pizza, and this was back kind of in the day when cracker pizza wasn't really a thing. You know, or thin like super thin pizza, really thin um, pancakes. Thin. <laughs> And we can just say crepes. <laughs> I had old mess of those this morning. <laughs> no, everyone would know what I mean. Okay, so that would have been back in the day. Nowadays, though, would be it's a, a variety of games. I'm not playing World of Warcraft anymore. Thank God, because it's heroin. <laughs> I still think about it, man. I still, to this Nathan's day. Nathan's still shooting up World of Warcraft between his toes so nobody can see the I, track marks. <laughs> I want you so bad. Nathan, just like in his sleep, he's just like sleep typing LFG. LFG. Aggro. Tank pull. Go. Healers <laughs> one and two on off tank. Let's go. Whole <laughs> dream. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> but nowadays, like, when they are out of the house, I'm usually playing just kind of a, a wide assortment of games. I'm usually watching a movie or something that is inappropriate that I can't watch, like, when Ethan's here. And that is a huge variety of anything R-rated. Or you or, know or, that your significant other would just, like, if you suggested it, would immediately shoot down. 
yeah, she's like, why are you watching Band of Brothers again? This is disgusting. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is beautiful. But it's <laughs> just, it's, just it's Crossroads, and then after that is Bastogne. Like, <laughs> we're hitting the we're hitting the cruise control right now. What? Watch the interview. It's a high gear. <laughs> okay, Nathan. Every, it's left every long single time now. <laughs> every single time now that Brooke either like questions you on Band of Brothers, anytime, just look at her and just go. Shh. I may not know my movies, but I know a bitch when I see <laughs> one. <laughs> but, but he, he, he took her her hair her hair bonnet and he used it as a bandage. He saved that for him, but he used chocolate? it. Chocolate, Eugene. Oh. He's never had chocolate. Drew, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's your night? My night would consist of getting a not just like the double pepperoni from Mountain Mike's, but I would add on an additional serving of pepperoni. This thing would be layered in pepperoni from uh, Mountain Mike's, and it's just it's crispy and spicy with like an accoutrement. Of sides of ranch, because I mean, obviously, I am going from noshing to dipping to noshing to dipping with some jalapenos as well. My internal stomach be damned, and it's gonna be, you know, kind of kind of pacing myself between Kentucky mules and some, uh, you know, maybe maybe a few glasses of wine. Ooh. But really, it's gonna be focused around what. I truly would think it'd be a really fun evening if it's just going to be myself. I'm going to movie marathon some of like my favorite 80s films and it's going to be just it's going to it's going to be killer. We're going to be watching some RoboCop. We're going to be watching NeverEnding Story. I'm going to be getting down with some like good old Turn 80s horror. Around, it's just So it would be Fully loaded pepperoni pizza, some good drinks, and 80s movie marathon up into the wee hours. And if it's if it's still if it's still continuing into the next morning, I would probably like lurch myself out of bed, struggle to like hobble down the hallway to maybe by that time Frodo would come back and I would feed him for the morning. And I would just relax on my couch and just like sip some coffee very slowly. Drew's eating <laughs> the pizza and he's having bourbon mules never ending story. I don't even know if it would like consist of having like garbage breakfast because I would have to see how my stomach was handling everything from the night before. But uh, man, uh, if you could get some and now I cannot think of the place where you get like those killer breakfast burritos near the Taco Bell on White Lane that's in the same place as like a cash advance place. Alfonso's Hell breakfast burritos. Yeah, Good call. Alfonso's breakfast burritos are just like amazing. It's their tortillas. Their tortillas are so good. And the way that they they're like crispy, but they don't like flake too much. Yes. And yeah. and they <laughs> don't overload their breakfast burritos with too much uh potato. I hate a breakfast burrito right. that it's like it's like a, a burrito from Chipotle where it's like 80% rice and you get a bad mm. breakfast burrito it's like 80% fucking potato and it's like no, no I don't like I don't want a burrito potato with like a smattering of eggs and burritos. So like give me the good stuff here. Check out Victor's yeah, if- 
Dos Manos. Victor's is good. Yeah. They're two-handed burrito. It's called Dos Manos. And it has all five types of meat, chili verdes in it. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. A five-meat treat? Ti- a five-meat treat. Five-meat treat. <laughs> it comes in If there's five, any type of compensation... I, I think that John's Burgers has comparable uh, breakfast uh, burritos, and they're and they're there's massive. There's also a place too. over off of White and Stein. I think it's called Golden Ox. They yes. they do decent. a decent one, but that's like pretty damn greasy spoon. Like, yeah, it's, it's not authentic at all. Golden like, Ox is like, the definition like, of greasy it's spoon. Where you bite into the burrito about halfway through, and there's just the orange grease shooting out the bottom <laughs> of it. Oh yeah, no, you don't wear a white shirt to that. <laughs> don't you don't wear a shirt. White shirt. You don't. <laughs> You don't wear a white shirt. You don't wear any shirt that you ever want again. Like you better, you better plan on like making an excuse that you are changing the oil it's in your nice in your car. If your wife asks you like, "Where have you been?" Yeah, that's uh. So that's my that's my. Um. <laughs> so that's my boys' night in. All right. The next segment is. Trophy dog. I'm sorry, but they took monkey. <laughs> At the end of that film, they are walking away with monkey. They took the family dog. Come on. So everything they do is pretty messed up, but I, I almost think that's next level. What do you take as your untraceable trophy? Untraceable trophy from his house. Correct. I might take that DJ system. Okay. I'm, I, I'd probably take the DJ system if the records are included. I would totally take the records as well. I thought about the 3D printer, but I'm like, eh, what am I, what am now, I going to do with the 3D printer? the record collection is, is bulky. Is, is by itself. That's a lot. That's and true. That's a lot of. That's fine. I'll just take, you know what? I have my own records. I'll take the DJ system. Okay. Check. What about you? So, um, I'm going to go big and not small. I mean, we've gone this far. The house. I'm going to take, take the, the goddamn house. <laughs> like through some, like, book. I'm going to make him sign over the deed. <laughs> Through shadowy, shadowy lawyers and shell corporations, I'm, Wait, I'm are you taking serious? the goddamn house. Oh, I was like, joking. No, no, I, I am taking the house. house. Like it is beautiful modern architecture. It's secluded. It's cozy. It's open with the 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 hardwood and the glass. Like I am taking the goddamn house. Like I like the like, center instead garden of burying area him too. in the backyard and making him tell his wife. I'd bury him in the backyard and make him tell his wife when she gets home, I sold the house. I sold the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even think of taking the house. No, I, I, like, I want, I want that guy inside. inside. And it's secluded enough that if somebody <laughs> screams for help, and, 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 uh, apparently you know, no, no one's, one's coming. coming. But uh, I want that house. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I My hat my hat goes off to you. So my trophy would have been probably that 3D printer because I could, I mean, that's just really cool. I think it's a really high quality one. His sound system, though, is also very nice. And it's, sound systems are one thing that I think that you just don't think about getting until someone like points out. Do you have a better sound system that we can listen to this on? You're like, what do you mean? I have speakers. They go. You don't <laughs> like my waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Yeah, the shower uh, speaker, like <laughs> it splits in half. That's that's your surround sound. Portable, it could go anywhere. We could take it to the beach. Their AirPods this here have a seven-hour charge. <laughs> this is a seven-hour charge, guys. Yeah, don't we can don't party. waste it. We can party for part the day. Turn it off when you're done. God damn it. <laughs> uh. okay. All right, so yeah, 
say. It's a, there's a lot to that house. I, I mean, you're right, Jack. He does have a very, very nice It's house. a badass house. Jack, uh, I think Jack wins it's that round for stealing. Uh, the house is the house is the best option. If they are that insidious, like they they could get that house. Yeah. 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 For the next segment, you have thirty seconds, Evan. I almost said this up again. <laughs> Evan, what the fuck are you doing? Thirty seconds is a freaking eternity to equip yourself, escape barricade hide anything it's your house you you know what the equipment you have at your disposal so for this segment you guys are going to give me a walkthrough of your first 30 seconds of what you do to you know get what you need now there's there's only one gun in the house and they have the gun your goal though is to either incapacitate them to outwit them or just straight up murder them we'll uh we'll kind of have well, if we want, we can do... Or escape them? Or escape, yeah. If, if you can get out without... And again, they have a gun, so you've got to get out and be well without a range of, you know, a 9mm uh, where, you know, just we're just going with it. So one of us is going to be the DM for another person. Uh, if if this works. <laughs> if it doesn't, then we'll, we can scrap this whole segment. I don't care. I just want to try it and see how we do. So, you give us the first 30 seconds of your setup, then, kind of following the movie, we're going to play out as they are going into each room, and we'll play it out. The DM will roll uh, for their saving throws or anything that they're uh, trying to do, and you just adapt and overcome. <laughs> is this too ridiculous? If, you, if it is, you guys would be like, oh no, I've got a good one. Okay. No, 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 you're fine. Go first. You go first, Nathan. Okay, so I'm Evan. So as soon as they say, you know, Evan, like, you're up. Like, 30 seconds on the clock. Olmec, go. <laughs> so I'm going to, <laughs> for the first eight seconds, I'm going to use eight seconds. Uh, I'm going to run. I'm going to grab the vacuum cleaner. I'm going to take it to the master bedroom. I'm going to turn it on, but I'm not going to plug it in. So I'm going to set it up. Inside the closet, I'm going to drag the cord back into the room on the other side of the bed. So that's eight seconds. Like, it's, I'm, I'm running. I know exactly where I'm going, what I'm doing. For the next uh, up to 15 seconds, I'm going to grab all the soaps that I can. Like, any type of, like, shampoo. Anything that's as clear as possible. Are you home aloneing this house? <laughs> kind of, yeah, hell yeah! I'm going to suds up the floor... On the other side of the bed, so as you're walking into the room, you don't see it necessarily, but you, so. Is, you, is are the floors carpet or hard? They're, they're hard wood. It looked like it was hard wood in the, the bedroom. I could be wrong. If it is, then this whole plan is Oh, fucked. we're doing it in their house? I thought I had read that we were doing it, like, if we were in our own house. Oh, yeah, I, I've yeah, done I it from you my own house. If we were doing it in our own house. Oh, shit, I did put your house. <laughs> I was like. Okay, well, I hope you have carpet no, 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 okay, floors, because okay, okay, it's okay, just okay. soaping in the carpet. Okay. Same thing, same thing. All right. Uh, improvise, right. I mean, should adapt, I, should I start overcome. over completely? Like, what, the recording? Sure. Okay. And go. Okay. For the first eight, <laughs> for the first eight seconds, I'm going to as we're in the living room kitchen area, I'm going to run down my hall, grab the vacuum cleaner, put it inside the master bedroom, turn it on, but not plug it in yet. 
I'm going to be hiding in my in my closet area. I'm going to I'm going to take a lot of Ethan's toys. Ethan has a lot of Lego type toys. I'm going to litter that front area as you walk into the master bedroom. <laughs> you Child son of a bitch. It, it works. It works when you don't even mean to have it work. Shit. Then I will retreat back to the office, plug in the vacuum cleaner. I've got the knife, but as as you know, it, Evan grabbed it. So I, that's that's my weapon, and I am ready to rock and roll. Okay. So vacuum All cleaner right. is on in... The master bedroom. Closet. Okay. Alright. You want to go, Jack? The red herring. Oh, yeah, okay. Drew, you can go if you want. So, in my house, everything's pretty much carpet, except for, like, right here by the front door and in the bathrooms. So, every every room is carpeted. Almost like the idea that Nathan was doing with the Caltrop Legos, I was actually going to be doing with my giant bag of dice from my game room. I was just going to, like, throw it all out. And just like hopefully, like they can trip on them, like a marbles. lot of D4s. Or, or or step on a D4. D4s are brutal, right? Uh, <laughs> Don't fuck around with D4s. <laughs> I'm not going to go hide in my master bedroom because I don't know. I, it's I mean, it would be the smarter thing to do because if I did need to escape, there is a door to the backyard. However, located in my spare bedroom are still some boxes that I have yet to unpack from moving. Uh, however, in those boxes, I know for a fact are like replica weapons so in there i have like a fake uh fake it's just it's a replica katana i do know that i have a uh, replica like battle axe and then i have the poles from the inside of the closet which are just like you know four three to four foot sturdy wooden poles and i can use those as bashing weapons so if they do come come through that door after i lock it uh, I can always pile up the boxes up against it. I will barricade myself inside that place. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can hold out in there. We'll see what happens if they decide to come through the door. Even if they have a gun. There we go. We we can see. Uh, as if I'm sitting exactly where I am in the kitchen, which is I'm at my dining room table, or the kitchen table, I would reach around behind me to the hat stand, and grab out my grandfather's brass duck-headed staff. Yes. Because Ooh. it's it's got a little heft to it. And I always thought that like this would always be my go-to if there was a sudden home invasion. Because this duck bill coming down on a skull, I think, would just be just murderous. But the wood is kind of flimsy, so I may only get one or I may only maim, and this staff, this this cane is going to break. So I would immediately dash into the kitchen on the the left side of the island and head to the knife block uh, where I would grab Nathan's Japanese chef knife, but critical fail, it's not there. <laughs> so so I, I'm, I'm going to see the empty spot in the knife block for it and I'm going to take off through the uh, family room and I'm going to make a stop in Caleb's room where I grab the massive plastic tote full of Legos that when Ann and I are sitting out in the, uh, the, the family room and we hear him pour the entire like 10 pounds of Legos out on the floor. It sounds like somebody pouring broken glass out. And it's just like, oh, nothing good is going to come for this. But I'd grab that tote 
and heading back towards the bedroom, shuffle the Legos out of the tote like Caltrops, as Nathan did as well. Get to the bedroom, grab, wrestle off the mattress from our bed, and I would wedge into the the little door area, my side of the bed, which is where Anna says I bank my farts. <laughs> and that would be a little chemical warfare, a little chemical warfare, a little obstacle, uh, hopefully between the Legos and the fart mattress. They're slowed down enough for me to kick the screen out of the bedroom window and get into the backyard and get into the shed where I grab the garden hoe because we all know the garden hoe is the natural enemy of hose. And so run back. Hopefully by this point I get back. I'm hiding by the the wall next to the the bedroom. And and as they individually take turns climbing out, I bring the garden hoe down on the back of their necks, severing the heads, (laughs) thereby completing uh, my my own self-rescue. Jack has really thought this through. I I, like this. When you were talking about the garden, like pretty much from the garden hoe on, there's uh, the guy that was really world-renowned for doing the documentaries of, like, Big Earth, or it was, uh, like, Planet Earth, and stuff like that. Like, Oh, David Attenborough? The koala will, uh, like, uh, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the garden hoe will come down, <laughs> severing their heads. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> We see these. We see these bitches <laughs> crawling through the house, not in their natural habitat. <laughs> Notice how their heels are having difficulty with the Lego-strewn terrain. Chasing Jack in an effort of futility. She catches whiff of his White Castle fart mattress. She is temporarily dissuaded. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Uh, what in in this entire film did was there a point in this where you guys were like you know what this movie didn't need to be like made this no i i mean it's it's a a a cohesive film uh you know we we've poked holes through it but that we've had to watch it yeah to to (laughs) 1.5 times (laughs) <laughs> but as an experience, it is edge of your seat. Oh, God, no. Yeah. So, I mean, for what it is, it serves its purpose. Like, you get, like, I have not had so much anxiety over a movie in quite a long time. Uh, so this, it, it served its purpose. Like, it, it evoked the emotional response that I think it was supposed to. Did you guys ever watch the movie uh, Funny Game? Yes. I don't know. Uh, I can't think. Tim Roth, I believe. I don't think so. Okay. And it's a it's very similar about... Two, Same vein. Two, okay. Two young boys, like kind of teenagers, come to a house, this like lake house that this family's staying at, and they torture them, and they kill them. So... Maybe? In that vein. Now that sounds vaguely familiar. And the whole time you're thinking, like, they're going to get away. They're going to, like, they're going to. Yes, yes, I have seen this. And now I do know it is. Literally, I think up until the lake, you're just like, oh, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And spoiler alert, they don't. And damn, it is. That's why I kind of like Knock Knock, where they, they don't kill him. And he's just kind of left to this chaotic home 
to deal with and to know. answer for his crime. Yeah. So I like that this uh this was made and that kind of like Jack said hasn't given me those kind of feelings in a long time of a movie where it's don't need those nope, feelings nope. again for a long time <laughs> for for uh, a while. What would you guys rate this film though? I hate this movie but I appreciate it. I give it a solid raw dog for the first night. Uh, and a lifetime of shame afterwards. So Ooh. I give it, uh, yeah. What will we call that? Let's say, I don't know. There's no number. Like it, I appreciate <laughs> it, but I never want to watch it again. Okay. Here's the thing. Like I, I appreciate what the film did. I appreciate the kind of like emotions that it was exhibiting and making you know me tense and a bit nervous and anxious. But I. I don't like the movie as a whole. All right. I I think that the cinematography in it is I think it's cinematography is done well. I like the panning and the scaping through the house. You get to see the development of like Evan as a good father evident throughout the entirety of the home. However, it's the it's the weird acting. It's the continuity errors and the no follow through. And it doesn't seem to land for me as a film. Uh, I give it one and a half out of five stars. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. If I were to describe this movie, it would be a a finished 3D printed home where it is all laid out. It has a great structure. It's detailed. The more you kind of like pay attention to some stuff like her shirt about like this is all a dream or, it was all a dream and then she's writing on the the mirror it was not this a dream not, it was not like, a dream some weird kind of psychological stuff obviously some of them working out some very deep-seated psychological issues so it's a really cool little home in a 3d printed uh way and then I would just want to, you just want to smash it. Yes, you just want to destroy it. You're like, fuck, bury this. Like, this is, this sucks. It's not a, uh, there's no uplifting or rewarding ending. So there is no real reason to come back. There's no hugs. There's no No, lessons. And there's no reason to come back to it a second time. Oh, I think there's, I think there's a lesson for the audience, but there's definitely not a lesson so the That's art is there, learned. it's worth admiring, but then you immediately smash it afterwards. That is how I would take this movie. Like one and, just like you said, one and done, and... Yeah, I, yeah. yeah it's not watching it again. <laughs> oh, so, Drew, how do oh. these Patreons, which, by the way, I hear that we've got some Patreons. Oh, we do. We have a new Patreon, um... A, uh, a new friend of mine that I have made through several acquaintances, especially over with Gerald on Two Peas on a Pod. Mario has joined us on Patreon Mario! as a $15 patron. It's so, me, Mario! <laughs> he, he has given us not only a new movie selection for us to review for season four, Fellowship of the Fields, but with a $15 Patreon tier, he also gets to add a new genre to our genre Ooh. list. So he has added sibling films. Siblings. Siblings. <laughs> so whether that is it's actual like two actors who are siblings that are in this movie or if the movie focuses on sibling relationships, yeah. pro- like things like stepbrothers or... You have to call me Nighthawk. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe something like that or something. I don't know. Something that involves siblings. We'll see if anybody, you know, gets it. I mean, obviously, eventually someone will get it, but... 
Yeah, he has added a uh, a new genre in which we are now up to 255. Ooh. Speaking of Patreons, Jack, does this one have a Patreon? Yes, we do. For the movie Knock Knock, we have a special Patreon that is cost-dependent on the individual Patreon. It's called the Ding Dong Ditch. Uh... You're a you're a lonely and neglected housewife. You have the place to yourself. You download our red herring ding dong app and you think a few hot beefcakes are going to show up and build the Eiffel Tower with you, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. But no, it's a nightmare. We have your nudes for blackmail and we drink up all your booze and Pepsi. Use your phone to order $500 with a DoorDash, then pee on the seat in the bathroom. We don't replace the toilet paper, and we never flush. Then we end up uh, playing an all-night Dungeons & Dragons sessions while you frantically vacuum up the chip crumbs and swiffer up the spilled drinks. You wake up to a fart-filled cave of passed-out dudes that only agreed to leave if you make them a full-on brunch with French toast, sausages, bacon, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and an omelet bar. Then we leave you with all the dishes to do and you and make you lift slash Uber us home individually and we will all be booze filled fart sacks that gets your account banned. Congratulations, cheater. You've been ding dong ditched. Wow. Sold. Sign everyone up. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know there's going to be a gate rush for that one, but ladies, <laughs> take your time. Take take your time. Do I have to be the uh, foreign like Oz? I've never been to America. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's necessary. Uh, So, what have you guys been watching? Watching. Uh, I'm still as as Nathan was flabbergasted and shocked at my. D- uh, divulgence of it last time. I am making my way through Law and Order SVU. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like eating a bowl of grape nuts without milk. Like just, just oh my <laughs> gosh, <laughs> fucking chewing grape nuts. Uh, oh goodness gracious! <laughs> more grape nuts. More grape. But I mean, like, aside from that, of water. I... <laughs> no, I, I did. I did kind of get into. Um, a groove of watching like those murder mysteries. So I rewatched uh, Knives Out again. Still absolutely loved it. Watched a movie called An Inspector Calls from 2015, which features uh, the guy from Harry Potter who played Remus Lupin. It's based on a play. Absolutely fabulous film. Fabulous. Great mystery. Great tension. It's very British. So, so good. I, I very much enjoyed it. Other than that, it's just been, I don't know, back, background movies while I grade and lesson plan. I've loved that actor ever since Dragonheart, when he was, like, the main oh, yeah. villain. Like, it, it, that's all I, like, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, Dragonheart guy's back! Yay! Like, he's still doing movies! <laughs> uh, we finished WandaVision, which was... I haven't finished it yet. Pretty damn good. I, I won't spoil anything, but okay. I haven't even, I haven't even it started was, it yet. It was very enjoyable. It, it sort of felt like um, like the Mandalorian for the uh, the Marvel superhero universe. Like it, it felt like it was doing its job. 
We enjoyed that. Last night we watched Boss Level on Hulu, and I was texting you guys about it. Such an enjoyable movie, and uh, the the lead actor Frank Grillo, I think is his name. He plays like the one Hydra guy that uh, Captain America fights during Winter Soldier, and then he plays like the skull and crossbones, like he turns into that villain. But anyway, that movie was so much fun. Besides that, last weekend, I dusted off one of my favorite World War II movies. It's Clint Eastwood and Richard Burton in a, I think it's like 1968's Where Eagles Dare. And it's a fantastic little movie where it's uh, British intelligence infiltrate a Nazi castle in Austria to exfiltrate a captured American general while trying to find out who all the these double agents are these turncoats these moles that are in the uh, british intelligence it's just a great wonderful like that golden that sounds great. Uh, golden yeah. era and and actually like there's a lot of fun with that movie because clint eastwood was fairly new and he was just coming off of like the spig- spaghetti western stuff and richard burton huge name married to elizabeth taylor twice but he was also drinking heavily during the proje- production of this and so clint eastwood always referred to this movie in res- retrospect as where doubles dare because richard burton was always mm. throwing back the doubles but that Ooh. aside it's got a great soundtrack great story it's long. It's like two and a half hours long. So if you guys ever get a chance, Where Eagles Dare is a, a great little fictional World War II movie that is just this fucking so, so much fun to watch. Okie doke. Um, I'm not proud of the things that I've been watching. Uh, to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to, uh, so I, I jumped because I've been I've been playing a lot of kind of like more RPG or like uh, survival intensive like games so i'm a little bit more focused and not needing something heavy crunchy on the movie wise on the side so i've been watching i started uh brooklyn 99 and and i'm like i think i'm in like season five and my god there's so much content and i'm like i still have like three andre brower as the captain so good so fucking good and like yes my wife she has very large pendulous breasts (laughs) i've never seen brooklyn 99 but i I mean it looks funny no it's it's definitely like the ensemble cast uh sorry to steal with an ensemble cast so fucking good they complement each other so well and like each one kind of picks up the like when you kind of get tired of one character there's these other characters that you kind of bounce to and go Ah, I love me some Boyle. Because Boyle, <laughs> Boyle will throw down such a great line. You're like, ah, shit. <laughs> gobble, gobble. I'm the turkey. Yeah. So, a great show. Plus, they have the, uh, the recurring Halloween heist episode every season. Yes. Which just keeps on getting better and better. And then, um, oh, God. Uh, they have the, uh, uh, the captain has the corgi dog. Uh, Cheddar. Cheddar. There's a corgi? Yes. I do love corgis. So, watching that, and then Brooke has been watching a lot of, like, you know, her her trash TV. As has Anna. I have one trash TV show that Brooke absolutely kind of despises. She'll watch it for a second. What is it, Nathan? And then just go, 
you realize this is as dumb as the shit that I watch. And I go, what is I it, Nathan? completely understand. <laughs> I do like MTV's The Challenge. <laughs> I, I know. What? And Hulu has three seasons of it. <laughs> 30, I think 30, 31, and 32. Seasons, and so I've, I'm on season 32. And I'm embarrassed, but at the same time, I'm not. I'm just... Man. Honey, what, what season are you on right now? Anna's on season seven of Bones. Seven of seven out of 15 seasons of Bones. And uh, I, I don't like that sort of procedural cop movie or cop show like Drew, like your Law and Order. I, that would never happen for me in a million years. But it's got this instrumental only intro. And I like to add lyrics onto it whenever I hear it. So, like, I'm walking through, <laughs> and it's like, looking at bones, solving crimes with the bones. There are murders that are solved with the bones. And, like, it's it's fun, but... I, I can imagine you now, like, sneaking into my house as I start an episode or three of SVU. And then just from around the corner, you're going to appear, and you're going to be like... What you watching now? <laughs> they got bones Who's and you got raped? bones and solving these crimes with a bone. out of the river <laughs> Right. At least SVU, SVU isn't as like formula as like House, right? Well, well, I think House actually, I mean, if you want to go as formulaic as House where he's like, oh, look, it's a new disease every single time. Oh, no, it's it's more drug addiction House or or he stands up to the man. Like to the T I, where you can almost call, okay, this yeah. is when, like, oh, they they figured it out. What's going to happen? We're going to find, find out after this and, commercial break. So I'm going to go be, pee right. now. Oh. I mean, at least, at least with SV, with SVU, you've had like a steady rotate of characters, right? I, or at least in my follow up with getting through the seasons, you have you have seasons, you have characters rotate in and out, in and out, in and out. And I guess, like, I mean, I'm not there yet. Like, I've I'm at the point where Detective Stabler, Christopher Maloney, had left SVU and he's gone. And now I'm hearing and seeing news that Christopher Maloney is returning as Detective Stabler to NBC, but he's not coming to SVU. He's coming to Law & Order Criminal Intent, or... There's just some too new, many of those shows, some, and then they spit off, it's like, Las Vegas, Atlanta, like, fucking... Well, fucking, oh, that's like that's like uh, CSI, but yeah, you gotta make fun. You gotta, bones you gotta blame and murder. Bones and Dick murder Wolf. solving crimes with bones. Although I, I did that too, like, I, I followed through and I finished, like, years ago, I, I had watched, like, all of, you know, CSI Miami and CSI New York. I never got into, like, NCIS or CSI Miami. I hate all of them. I hate all of them equally. New York, too many, too many cop movies. Many CSIs. See, but that's, like, other shows that I won't watch. It's from some reason, like, I can't get into, like, newer ones because I hadn't finished the old ones. Like, there's, what, like, like, Blue Bloods I couldn't get into. There's uh, the mustache. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's totally the mustache. But I mean, other ones that I kind of got into, which is still it's still cop, but it's still drawn. It's more drama like Netflix had Longmire and I loved watching. Longmire. I, I tried a couple seasons of that, but if I want that, I go right to the source. I, I just rewatch oh, one re of the wire seasons. Oh, OK. Yeah. I mean, you can watch the I mean, in. In all fairness, and this is just like an uh, I owe it to Jack. I have to watch The Wire, and Look I've only watched him, the one episode. Like, distill all of like the the fifty seasons of all that shit together, and watch like 
six good seasons of an amazing show. I can't like I can't deal with the episode after episode after episode of it's the same thing with little variations. It's like it's like you're eating pizza for every meal, but it's like this has basil, this has fresh garlic, this has spinach, this one doesn't. Like it's it just And I get you. I I get you. I, I want more. 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 <laughs> I think it's the benefit of something like SVU that has been going along for so long where they do take stories straight from headlines. They do adapt things that happened in real life. And they do, again, they do evolve what the problems and occurrences and threats that are happening in the show. So, I mean, they do evolve with it. So I, I think that's good. Well, Drew, how wow. do the fans <laughs> reach us? Uh, to talk shit about the challenge and other shows that we watch. <laughs> well, the guys can always reach us. Anybody can reach us on Facebook to search for the Real Feels Podcast. If you go over to Twitter, you can follow us at Real Feels Pod. You can send us an email at realfeelspodcast at gmail.com. But of course, and always, you can call us on the Tooch line, <laughs> which is 661 376 Zero zero three zero. Now we did get a Tooch line voicemail from uh, my good friend Chris Yeeney, who tried to impersonate uh, Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> and, you got to figure out a way that you could play these on the episode because I, I need to hear these. Because folks, we want you to call in. We want you to be heard. We want you to reach out and tooch us. Reach out, Reach out to just yes. <laughs> So, you guys, you can always call us on the Tooch line. We would love to hear from you. We'd love oh, yeah. to just say hi, talk some well, shit. Who cares? Um, I guess uh, that about wraps us up for the exotic thriller. I hope you guys enjoyed Knock Knock as much as I did for the one time that we're watching it. You don't have to watch it again <laughs> until the next time we do erotic thriller, and then we're doing it now. I'm just yeah. yeah, we're good. So we're in like good. another like seven years, maybe erotic thriller will come around. We're, we'll be good. So coming up, I have some horror comedy for you guys. Waka waka. And I know it's not it's not <laughs> Halloween yet, but it's still it's still a good time. And then after that, I have the disability. Oh, good to know. I'm going to mark that as it's a disability. Mm-hmm. All right. I actually have that movie already queued. There you go. There All right, go. Nathan, do you know what you're going to be doing after uh, Jack does Disability? Did I already pick what I'm doing or no? I can't remember if you had picked... Oh, did you pick Bug? I thought you picked uh, Insect. I, yeah, insect. You picked Insect Movie. Insect Movie. Mm-hmm. Lots of possibilities, but I think I know yeah. what it's going to be. The lowest of hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest. <laughs> 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 Don't wait for the genre. Answer right, it now. You know what? After insect movie, I do believe I will be bringing you guys courtroom movies. Bum bum. <laughs> guys, you're just gonna you're gonna sit with me, and we're gonna watch like ten episodes of SVU. That's that's your courtroom. Bum, movie. Is this a movie? <laughs> no, but it should. Be. Shut up. Sit down. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, folks, uh, until next time, you are the realist. And the feelist. You bitches! You bitches! <laughs> you think this is going to bring back your honey, you fucking bitches? <laughs> it was free pizza! It was free pizza. fucking pizza! <laughs> Delivered to your doorstep, hot, fresh, and ready! 
Cheater, cheater, where'd you meet her? Down at Ernie's bar. Did she smile your way, twirl her hair, and say how cute your dimples are? Did she use that line, your place or mine, while you danced with her real slow? Tell me, cheater, cheater, where'd you meet that no-good white trash hoe? Liar, liar, did you buy her whiskey all night long? Did you hide your ring in the pocket of your jeans, or did you just keep it on? When the deed was done and you had your fun, did you think I would know? Tell me, cheater, cheater. 